Hello, I'm Sean McCangus, and this is episode 9 of the Hiring Me podcast, season 2. Today's guest is for Martin manager Paul Lawson. In this interview, I'll be speaking about his playing career from shining at Ross County to adjusting to Highland League football. Hope you enjoy this interview. What was your first memory of seeing Highland League football, especially when your dad was in the dugout? That's obviously my first memories of the Hind League. I was uh, brought up on it and sort of started going up to watch Huntley from probably the age of probably six, seven. Um, you know, I'd got on the bus uh, with the team, which was great. And, and obviously it was a successful time for the club. So, you know, I was uh, privy to all that and uh, in the changing rooms and you know all the players they were they were all great with me you know and I still see some of them now you know you know, like Eddie Copeland's and boys like that and they were all great with me as well and even when I got a wee bit older when I got to like 10, 11, 12 I sort of joined in training now and again and um, like I say they were they were good times and um, the successful ones like I say and um, it was it was always a a thing of mine, I had said, you know, whenever I went in my career, I would, I would like to, to play in the hind league at some point. Yeah. Um. So, um, how, how did you find um making the move down to Celtic at such a a young age, being away from your family and stuff? It was exciting. Um, I think, I think my mum would say something different because <laughs> uh, leaving at such, such a young age, uh, she was obviously nervous and worried. But I think at that point. I was just more excited. I didn't even, it hadn't even sort of entered my mind to, to be nervous or, or worried and leaving home at that age. I think I was just looking forward to the football. And it's probably when, you know, I look back on it now and I was really young, but when you're, when you're 16, you think you're, you're old enough and you know everything. Mm. But um, like I say, I was just looking forward to the football getting started and, you know, going to such a such a big club and I knew it was going to be a, a great experience yeah so so looking back at the experience at Celtic is there any time you feel frustrated that you didn't get the opportunity to get into the first team or... well I, I mean I was there I was there uh, oh, probably all in about seven years um, you know worked way through um, albeit only playing a, a couple of first team games you obviously your, your dream is to um, be a regular um, and, and establish yourself in the team, and and that was not wasn't the case. Um, but I think um, the experiences uh, served me in good stead for for my career. And um, you know, I speak to, I spoke to many people, um, and you know, say give the, the right arm to play ten minutes so, um, for Celtic and that sort of thing. So you know, I could say I've, I've played a few first team games and. Um, that's, you know, it doesn't de- didn't define me as a player, but like I say, it was good experiences. Yeah. So um, after a few loan spells, you went went up to Ross um, County. What attracted you to to move up to Dingwall to play up there? Well, I was I still had a year to run on my contract at Celtic, um, and when we came back for the, the pre season, um, Gordon Strachan sort of had me in his office and we were just chatting about things and 
kind of said, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't really going to feature. Although, you know, the, the previous season, I'd pretty much sat on the bench the whole season. I had, a, let's say, a couple of appearances, but um, I think they got out that summer and signed uh, Massimo Donati, uh, a couple others, and he basically said, you know, my, my chances would be limited, so it would be, it would be in my interest to, to go and try and get first team football um, elsewhere. And so we obviously discussed my contract situation and, and we, we cancelled my contract. So I was a free agent um, and just by chance I was uh, walking through Glasgow uh, City Centre and I bumped into George Adams who was obviously director of football at Ross County at the time. Yeah. Now George had been the, the man at taking me to Celtic when I was 14. Um, he was the head of youth development at that point so he obviously knew what I could do and, and rated me as a player so um, I can explain to him I was, uh, you know, my contract just been cancelled and I was a free agent. So, um, you know, straight away he was like, "We'll get yourself up to Ross County and um, we're up to watch a game and just to to see things, see the place, see the team." Um, and you know, there wasn't hundreds of clubs knocking on the door, so it was a case of sign a contract and and try and. I think at that point I was looking at Ross County as a, a stepping stone, but um, as time went, as times proved, you know, um, it, it, you know, it was a, it was a great move for me. Yeah. So what, what do you think was the key ingredients of of that um, Ross County side being so successful over the years? Uh, I think we had a we had a core of players, um, probably about six or seven boys who were there for a number of years. Um, you could argue a lot of us had been. Maybe bigger clubs at one time being released and um, do we have a point to prove? Maybe um, were we, you say, not desperate, but you you were keen to get back to to the Premier League and then show people what you could do. And um, you know, with with a, a great squad um, over the years, I was there and some really good players, and you know, we we had some success, uh, which was great. You know, Scottish Cup final. Uh, won the Challenge Cup, and then obviously promotion to the Premier League, winning the, the first division. So, which for me, because when I signed up there, they were what you class as the old second division, what yeah. League One now. Um, so to go and sign there at that time, and then obviously be a part of the the, the success um, in the years that followed was was great. So um, on Monday, it's it's ten years since. Since your um Scottish Cup run, um, what do you remember about it, and just how how chuffed are you to be part of that um history of the club? I think it's something that when you look back now, it was an unbelievable achievement. Um, you know, a, a first not only a first division side, but um a club the size of Ross County at that time. Um, we had just recently, let's say, come up from the second division and you're looking at the squad and the budget the managers had uh, and then, so you only have to look at the the teams we beat um, en route and just to, to show, yes, um, you know, you speak to every player in the team and we could probably argue in the final way we didn't really turn up or let ourselves down um, or play to our full potential, which is always going to be a regret and a disappointment. But you know, when you look back now, you just think, "Wow, what a what a run, what a season it was." Um, but I think at the time, 
you're just uh, riding on the, the crest of a wave and you're just taking it in your stride and you don't think too much about it. Um, like I say, it's, it's more when you, you look back in your career and think, wow, it's, it was a fair achievement. Yeah, and then and then not a couple of seasons later, um, first season in the SBL and a top six finish. Um, did you ever think you'd ever be able to achieve that? I think ultimately when teams get promoted, uh, survival's the, the main thing. Yeah. And, and ours was probably no different at the start of that season. Uh, you come back pre-season, you're still on a high from, from winning the first division and uh, just excited to to be back in the Premier League and, and, and playing against all these top sides. But ultimately, I think Graham probably was survival. And um, I think, I mean, it was a strange one for me. I, um, I started the first couple of games and then uh, got a little injury and then found myself out of favour. So I didn't feature for the first sort of three, four months that season it wasn't until around December time that I managed to get back in the team and um, I'm not saying purely down to me but <laughs> uh, the manager made a couple of signings and we I got back in the team and we, we went on a 12 game unbeaten run it shot us right up the table and, and, and so obviously put us in the top six and uh, I think you know it's probably it's the highest finish the, the club's achieved um, to date so it's again it's something I'm, I'm very proud of and, and it's great to be a part of. Yeah. So, so any regrets about um the end of your time at Ross County? Uh, yes and no. Mm. Uh, obviously, leaving. I mean, there was a lot of um, what would I say? There was a lot going on at the time in, in my personal life and, and such have you that mm. when the Motherwell uh, interest. Uh, came to me. I was I was very keen to explore it. Uh, we discussed a new contract at Ross County, and not that I was I was asking for fortunes and money because mm. you know that's not the case in Scottish football. But I was I was just looking for a little bit more than what they were offering. Um, Motherwell, you know, did that in a sense. But then, like I say, there was also other factors in terms of my personal life. So moving back to Glasgow. Um, sort of suited me but in hindsight um, I maybe should have um, stayed there because I you know I love my time there and I love the club I really do it's it's you know it's got a big place in my heart and um, but at the same time I was looking at Motherwell as an exciting opportunity um, they were in Europe you know chance to play European football was was another thing and the, and the manager was superb but you know things didn't work out through injury um, but I wasn't to know that at the time <laughs> but um, that, that's football and uh, you know I wouldn't want to say regrets because at the time I was excited to go to Motherwell and, and there was there was lots of good things about that move but it, it, it just didn't quite work out the way I obviously would have hoped yeah so so what was the experience like playing in, in Europe for the first time and... it was great um, I think well you know Prior to that, I'd been on the bench for a Champions League qualifier when I was younger, but I didn't quite make on the field. So it was great to to line up in a in a European match, um, albeit I got a, a bit of a run around. Um, <laughs> but you know, it was it was a great experience and, and great to be part of. And I mean, at that time, it was um, a good time for Motherwell as, as well. You know, they'd 
a few good finishes in the league and let's like say qualifying for European football and uh, just the adventures of the, the trip away we ended up in, in Russia and we played in Iceland so it's you know good experiences and um, great lads great squad you know it was uh, good times yeah was it just one, one of those things with your injuries if it wasn't for your injuries do you think you could have kicked on and done more at Morrow yeah, I would like to say yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I was uh, kind of in and out the team under Stuart McCall. Um, was finding it hard. I mean, ultimately, I, I kind of think certain players suit certain clubs, um, and I think I was very comfortable at Ross County. I, you know, played some of my best football, but um, I struggled with some of the things at Motherwell. Um, small things, mm. you know, played a different shape. <laughs> you know, it's, it's this things like that. Um, the way we played Ross County probably suited my game. The players we had, um, you know, the way we played at Motherwell was slightly different and it maybe didn't suit me 100%, but, you know, that's down to myself. I need to, to adapt to that, uh, but didn't quite get the time. Um, but, I, you know, I can't speak highly enough of the manager. Uh, he was He's unbelievable. He's one of the top managers that I've, I've worked under and, you know, even with your... You know, everyone will tell you throughout the team they don't like the manager, but I think mm-hmm. at Motherwell that was certainly not the case. And he was one of these guys that even if you were out of the team, it was it was hard to dislike him. But um, I think that was why he was so successful there. And um, you know, I, I obviously wish I could have done a bit more and uh, played more, obviously, but uh, it wasn't to be. Yeah. So um. After that, you ended up joining um, for Martin. So how, how did that all come about? Well, my contract was up at Motherwell and I literally hadn't played for about a near, close on a year uh, properly. I'd maybe played one or two games, but probably for about a year I hadn't played. And, um, a new manager had come in, Ian Barraclough had come in, and without even speaking to him, I knew the writing was on the wall, you know. A guy I hadn't played for a year, mm. you know. I, you know, I didn't think I would get a new contract. Obviously, Motherwell aren't; they can't afford to have people, you know, at the club who aren't playing picking up a wage. So yeah. I knew it was going to be a case. So at the end of that season, it was actually the summer. Well, when they beat Rangers in the playoffs, um, so I left. Then I came back up to Aberdeen uh, for the summer. Just didn't know what was going to happen. I think it was nice, you know, I came back up the road and I was enjoying being home and it's the first time I'd enjoyed, don't get me wrong, in previous years, in the summertime I did come home for a couple of weeks here and there, but it was the first time I'd actually really enjoyed being back and I had a chat with my family and I'd spoken to somebody and there was an opportunity to get a job. So I thought maybe looking at my age, I know I probably could have still had another couple of years, but I was looking at my age going, well, do I, I take a job and, you know, start thinking about the next stage of my, my life? And um, so I, I, I spoke to that company and it was all go. And then St Mirren and uh, Park Thistle were, were kind of speaking to my agent whether they're going on trial. But I was, to be honest, I was a bit worried that if I knocked back the job opportunity and then went down on trial to these teams and maybe broke down with my injury, mm. then I'd be left with absolutely nothing. So, I thought, you know, it wasn't an easy decision, but I sat down and thought about it and thought, well, you know what, I'll 
moved back to Aberdeen, take the job and what do I do with my football and speaking to my dad and at the time Eddie Copeland was the under twenties manager for Martin. Mm. So my dad, who's still very close with Eddie, had, had said, you know, I think Paul's moving back home and um Eddie's like, Oh, you know, I'll, I'll speak to the Fermat manager and um we'll we'll get him in if he wants to keep playing football and like I say again I wasn't sure how my injury would hold up so um I was I was happy to speak to them. Um, I spoke to both Inverurie and, and Cove as well. because um, they were aware they were made aware that I was obviously out of contract and thinking about moving back to the area. So I, I spoke to both of them. Um spoke to Chris Hunter and, and the chairman and then just um decided to to go for it and, and try and get back to enjoying my football and, and playing week in, week out. Yeah. So so how did you adapt to um to playing football and, and having a job, um, yeah. Yeah, it was it was difficult. Don't get me wrong. To to begin with, and I think um, any player who's you know been full time and they come to part time level, they appreciate it. You know, um, I think you, at times, and I was guilty of it as well. When you're in the full time game, you do take it for granted. You know, um, being home at one o'clock in the afternoon and thinking <laughs> what do I do the rest of my day, you know, just things like that. Um, but you then appreciate the guys in your team who are knocking their pan in nine till five and then they come to training and and uh, you know put the put the work in there again. Um, so it did take me a while to adapt to that, but at the same time, a Saturday still a Saturday and getting back to playing and enjoying it. Because we, we know whether, although we didn't win anything, uh, it was a it was a really enjoyable season in terms of how we played and uh, the players in the team, just the boys in the squad, great great group of lads, and they, they you know they certainly got my love for football back again. Yeah, do you think it also helped, even though you were dropping down, that you were going to a team with expectations and to go and challenge and stuff. So, um, but then it seemed, you know, I, I always put, you know, expectations on myself, and mm. I wanted to come and um, show people that, uh, you know, I was a decent player. And mm. um, but ultimately, I think the, the boys in our squad, like I say, they were, it was a right good squad. I mean, a number of the boys had played, you know, some at uh, a higher level at some point in their career, so they all had good experience and. There were a couple of younger ones coming through, and um, I just think there was a there was a really good mix. Uh, we were, like I say, we were very unlucky not to to win something that year because uh, we probably deserved it. But some of the games we played, we, we played some great football, and it was it was really enjoyable. Yeah. So, um, how did the was coaching always something you wanted to go into um, before you got the Fort Martin job or not? It wasn't really. It wasn't something I thought about. Um, I do always remember years ago, uh, my reserve manager um, had said to me, Kenny McDowell. He had said to me, you know, if you're ever training and the the, the coach is put on a good session, he says go home and write it down and keep it. Just keep it in your locker because you never know when you might need it. Mm. And I I kind of half listened to him, but I wasn't really. I was thinking, I don't know if coaching's for me. I don't think that's that is for me but 
I part of me wishes I had done that. Um, because it's a great bit of advice. Because I know myself, umpteen times you would come off the training ground and yeah, that was a, a great session, or that was a terrible one. So, um, it wasn't something I thought about, and then obviously playing away, thinking I still have a few years left in me. Um, the situation arose at Carmarthen, and, and, and the club approached me uh, to take the job, and I wasn't really keen to do it start to start with because. I, I thought it would, you know, curtail my, my career, and mm. which it has really. It's, it's kind of stopped me playing um, because, you know, it's, it's, it's very hard to juggle the, the, the two things. But um, I, I've really enjoyed it. I have really enjoyed it. It's, it's been good. Obviously, there's some frustrating times and mm. um, I sometimes let things get to me more than they really should. Um, but it's it's all about experience and, and learning. Um but like I said, I've enjoyed every minute of it so far. Yeah. So, um, is there been things from managers you've played under that you've took um to your management? Yeah. I think it's difficult because it's it's different levels. You're dealing with different things, um, and that's not that's not been disrespectful or anything. It's just you know when if you're playing full time football, if you get beat on a Saturday, you can turn around and call the boys in on a Sunday. You can work on things. You've got all week to do things, but ultimately at this level, you've got two sessions a week. Um, boys have got other jobs, other things going on in their lives that you need to take into account of everything. So there's there's different obstacles, um, but I try and uh, keep it as professional as we can. Uh, I want to do things the right way. Um, there's certain. Yeah, there's certain traits that you, you pick up from managers, but ultimately, as, as everyone will tell you, you have to try and be your own person. Despite all the frustrating times, you must be chuffed with the cup success you've had. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, pleased. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. always want more. You always want more. Yeah. Um, and I put that pressure on myself uh, as a you know as a coach and staff, um, especially myself and Russell. We. We talk about wanting to. I think the the, the chairman, um, he's put a lot into the club over the years, and he deserves yeah. a, a better return for that. And everyone knows that, and there's no there's no secret about that. Uh, and I'm no different. I want to to let's say because I've enjoyed I've enjoyed this side of it, so I want to um, you know pay him back in a sense by bringing success to the club. And I think. That's the pressure I'm putting on myself. It's it's not something I obviously I know he's wanting that, but he, he, you know it's not pressure he's putting on me on a daily basis. But yeah. it's certainly I think the the club should be achieving more. And uh, but you, you see that when we we had the way team celebrate against us when we when we get beaten, um, it is a scalp. But mm. that's the you know the, the players need to deal with that and. Um, but you, you know, the only way you're going to be successful is you, if you overcome that, and hopefully we can we can do that. Yeah. So what what do you think's been missing over the last few seasons, and just in just getting over the line and and getting the league, if you know what I mean, certain games and stuff. It's a difficult one. I mean, you could argue. I think my first year here, did we lose the league by four points? I think it was. And 
COVID beat us twice that season. So there's there's six points that you could argue, um, and obviously COVID on in the league. But let's like say we, 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 some of the football we played that year was was incredible, and um, we probably deserved something out of that season. Um, and then after that, winning the, the trophies that we've won, you know, we, on the whole, we've probably deserved to do that. But it's, it's cups, you know, and um, ultimately we want the league and we need to be more consistent in the league. And that's that's the biggest thing, consistency, because as you, you know, you see over the last few years, Cove have been incredible, you know, absolutely incredible with their consistency and uh, winning game after game after game. And that's, that's the sort of level we need to reach. Mm. Uh, and we're more than capable of doing it. it it's certainly, you know... We, talk about the squad we have the players we have they are good players and it's just making sure that we get that level of consistency throughout the whole season yeah do you think also as the years have progressed and stuff the league seems to be getting better and better all our teams are are getting invested in such as Rothis as well so everyone's catching up if you know in a way definitely I mean I think the way the Cove, were, you could argue, were unstoppable the last couple of years. The, the, you know, just the squad of players they had, the mentality they had. That you know, with them going out of the league, I think everyone looked at the start of last season and thought, well, do you know what? I think they're probably about five or six thought we've got a right chance of, of mounting a serious challenge here, and and that probably gave some other teams belief um, to go and do that. And yes, there's um, the standards probably. Um, gone up even you know that with Fort William taking in all those um, one players from, from Inverness mm. um, I mean we played them at North Lodge early in the season and uh, I thought they were they played some really good football although we ended up winning you know it, it wasn't as easy a game as it had been maybe in the previous years against Fort William so it just shows you that teams are looking for, for other ways to try and try and improve and, and that can only help the league I've got a few questions people have sent in to so um to me um so first of all so you you said it's kind of put your playing career on a back burner is there any chance of you playing games now and then or you hang hung up the boots? I've I still train I you know I still join and train a lot uh, I think probably more, um, the only time if we've got odd numbers or whatever I, I might step out and um. So I'm obviously not training as hard as the rest of the lads, but I'll still try and join in because I, I love it, you know. And there's nothing better than, than kicking a ball about. So mm. I think I would find it hard to do that. But I think ultimately it's hard for me to step in and play a game um, because, as MD will tell you, you know, if you're, you're out of the team for a long time, you need two or three, maybe four games to get sort of match sharpness and um, that back into your game. So... For me to dip in for one game and out for three or four and come back in is difficult. Um, but I try and keep myself sort of ticking over fitness-wise just in case um, of emergency that I might need to, to step in. Yeah. Um, so another question that was sent in was um, what exactly happened in terms of Archie McPhee leaving? Any, can you go into any details or not at all? Does it? I mean, there's, there was lots of rumours. I did, I did hear a few rumours, and it did make me laugh. Um, <laughs> but I guess that that's what happens in, in football. Um, I think ultimately, both myself and Archie 
and a few others know know what went on. Mm. Um, we've we've briefly spoken since. He's obviously still a Martin player, um, and I said to him, you know, you know, we wouldn't rule anything out, but I think it would be quite difficult uh, to see where back. But that being said, you know. I had a lot of time for Archie. He was um, he was a young kid at, at Ross County when I was there, and um, as a footballer, I rate him very highly. But just uh, a disagreement between the two of us, which happens in football. Um, and you know, I think whatever said, I think you know he let himself down, and I think he knows that um, himself. But like I say, the doors never closed. Um, it's he's still a, a firm Martin player. Yeah. Um, so looking back at your your career, um, who has been the best player you played with and player you've played against? Played with it's a difficult one because you can look at it a number of ways. Um, you know, I could I could look at when I was a young, a young boy. Um, some of the players, even playing the reserves at Celtic, you know, guys like Paul Lambert and. Um, we dropped down and played a lot of games. I played beside him for a, a long period, and um, you know, European Cup winner. So he was a he was a top player. But I think um, obviously my time at Ross County, um, I would I would probably say class is my uh, favourite period in, in my career. And some of the players I played with there were were superb. You know, you've got like say Ian Vigers, uh, Richie Britton was a top player. Mm. say because probably just for I played with him for a number of years and he was he's a sort of player that's the, the difference in a game but I mean I could probably name a lot of boys but to you know you've got your Sean Maloney's your Aidan McGeady's boys like that and um, that I could say I've, I've played with but to play for a, a long period of time probably Michael's the, the best so how how are you dealing with the the call off to the season? It must be a bit frustrating with with still a lot to play. It is. I think it's just uncertainty. Mm. Um, you know, I think if they turn around and said, right, we're starting back on this date, then you kind of all right, it's not ideal, but you can make plans and and sort things out. But it's just the uncertainty is the the frustrating thing because you're looking now going, what do we plan pre season? When do we plan pre season for? And Organising games and and you know we're we're not the the only one. I think obviously everyone's in the same boat, but it's, it's just frustrating. And um, I mean, I was saying to somebody the other day, we have games get called off throughout the whole season. It happens, you know, Aye. weather and what have you. But you can still usually come home and watch a game on the telly. But you can't even do that now. So it's everyone's sort of struggling with their their football fix. But you know, it's uh, frustrating. But ultimately. Um, what's going on in the world's a, a more important, more important thing. Yeah. So, so how are you doing in terms of like communicating with players, or are they just doing stuff at home just to try and kind of keep fit and just? I think it's a different breed of player now. You know, a lot of the boys do graft themselves anyway. So that's from my point of view, that's not a big worry. Yeah. Um, I could go through the team, and I guess it, you know. At this level, a lot of managers are saying you could probably go through the team and you'll you can pick out the ones who'll be at the gym every day. And you know the ones who aren't, but um, 
I think on the whole, boys are looking after themselves better, so it's um, it makes my job a bit easier. So, as a as a manager, what are your ambitions? What are you wanting to achieve? Well, first and foremost, like I say, it's no secret uh, to win the league um, with Sir Martin. That's ultimately what it is. Um, like I said, I wasn't wanting to. I hadn't thought about management, so I hadn't really set myself any goals. But now that I'm in it, um, that's my my immediate target. Um, this season, obviously, wasn't going to work out that way. So our targets then turned to try to win the league cup. But um, that's obviously going to be put in the back burner. Um, so if we start next season, then let's say the the aim would be to to win the league and, and take from Martin into the the Scottish Football League, if we could, and that would, you know, that that's the target just now. Uh, things can change and what have you, but um, as it stands, that's that's what only where I'm looking. Thanks for listening to the Highland League podcast. Hope you can join me next time for another interesting interview. To keep up to date with the podcast, subscribe on Podbeam and iTunes. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you.